All right, let's get started. Now, what kind of update? That's it. All That's right, the only thing they changed, bro. Let's All right. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Men in the Village. We got the homies in here. Uh, we got Brian. We got Matt. What's going on? Uh, sir, Bam isn't feeling good. Shout outs to Bam. Uh, get better. I'll just talk to you, but get, get better because we're audio recording and video recording that. We yeah, miss well, your so candies and oh yeah, the snacks and snacks all that. and things. Yeah, and in uh, the point of view. It, yeah, that's important yeah, too. He with usually the snacks. brings snacks. <laughs> right. We got this thing. I don't know what your favorite snack is or candy is, yeah. but we love sour candies. Yeah, like yeah, the sour yeah. bell, sour uh, watermelon slices. But I found the troll sour worm. That's the watermelon flavor. They don't even put it in most stores, right? <laughs> it's like the future of candy. It's amazing. You can't find it everywhere. You got to go like to your spot to find it. So Bam, he knows that we like that, so he gets yeah. it and he brings it sometimes. Sometimes it's me, sometimes it's him, but lately it's been him. Uh, so we miss his snacks. Whoa. Understood. Then watermelon <laughs> uh, sour worms are delicious. Yeah. That's, that's what he, he's really good at that, pushing the snack envelope. <laughs> <laughs> we're need we're that. definitely treading a line right here. <laughs> <laughs> What's your value in life, bro? I bring snacks. Every nah. movement needs snacks. Every, we talked about that a little bit too, like in survival, if it goes down, yeah. the apocalypse or like a racial war. What do you do to survive and how do you get down with the squad? Like, I have scissors, <laughs> I can cook, I can sew. I got snacks. <laughs> who got? Yeah. Who needs snacks? They're gonna fuck with him. Yeah. yeah, reading the map is cool too. Being able to like fire weapons, clean weapons, assemble weapons is cool. But do you have snacks? It's important. Yeah. So uh, our guest today is the homie King Taharka Anderson. Throw That's it all the away with the, yeah, the full yeah. IG. Yeah. Um, I, I think of you as a, a scholar first. Mm. I know that you're a community man, somebody who does great work in the community, um, somebody who's continuing in a legacy of beautiful work for black people, uh, brown people, poor people. Mm. Um, we partnered up in a lot of work, especially around restorative justice in the city of Long Beach in LA, uh, plus the camps that we do, all that beautiful work. But yeah. you're more than that, so I, I welcome you to the podcast. Thank you for The whole point me. of the conversation is for us to have a conversation that benefits hopefully us, and now that we intentionally record it with mics and camera, that whoever tunes in can learn something, yeah. uh, maybe challenge something or challenge us. So for us first and then them. So welcome to the Linda Village pod. Thank you for coming through. He's actually, did you pod twice today? Yeah, that's my second one today. Popular. Yeah. You feel me? I'm booked and busy. Booked hey. and busy. That's what it is. <laughs> I, I, I like the fact that I can hit the homies, uh, even if I don't see them every week, and just be like, hey, you want to come through to have a conversation? And be like, yeah, I'm yeah. pulling up. Let's get it. What time? What's the added? So that's good. So welcome. Um, we kind of did our check-in before pressing start, but what's what's the topic? What's on anybody's mind? Anybody got something they want to talk about? I don't want to bust nobody out. I don't want to force nobody in nothing yet. Hey, man, do your thing. Do you. Do me. You got something? What's the I subject? Can't. We can talk about anything that's not Damn. pop culture. <clears throat> I don't, um, I'm not sure. Okay. I got a question. So with the with dating apps, right? It's it said it said that <laughs> it's dating apps. <laughs> I was like, maybe I should say this, but you know, I'm not dating go. apps, bro. So the idea of the dating app, I think, has allowed people to connect cross cities, cross phone uh, area codes, zip codes, yeah. right? You could talk to somebody that you've never seen before. 
like our grandparents had to talk to whoever went to their school or, or was in their area, right? Like, we don't got to do that. You could date anybody. Yeah. Uh, would you say it's a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's cool. You guys tell me why. What makes it cool what, to you? That's just the age we live in now. It's like the, the technological age. Like, even before there was dating apps, like, we was hollering at chicks on, like, Black Planet or MySpace or whatever. I had a so it's like, Have you tried a dating app? No, I have <laughs> my entire experience is I'm thinking of it from like, it's just an evolution of what we did on Black Planet or MySpace or whatever, or even maybe Facebook when it first started. It's a little more streamlined, I like, guess. Uh, yeah, I guess it could be. But like my idea, it just comes from there. And so I feel like it should be cool just based off of that. Like, I thought that was cool. Yeah, I dated on MySpace. I dated on Black Planet. I dated on. AOL with the sidekick aim. Yeah. John, yeah. Did you have a sidekick? I had a sidekick. Yeah. You could put in a way message that was like, oh, everything. like a really fire personal message or like <laughs> lyrics to a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they hit you anyway, even though you was away. <laughs> they hit you like, oh, I see your business. My aim was T Gummy XI Golf. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, hold on. I, I got, I got, a, I got a worse one. My, my Black Planet screen name. Was saved by Christ. Oh yeah, <laughs> guided by glory. Yeah. yeah, and I also had like a second spam page, which was a spam page before spam pages, called "I Like Chicken." Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh, you was an interesting little fella. Yeah, doc. I'm in college and I'm just being whatever I felt like. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, and I do remember on Black Planet like hitting the search on the zip code that was like Anaheim, which is like a neighboring city of LA, but. It's a mission, especially if you got a car mm-hmm. that don't all the way work all the time. Mm-hmm. But I, I risked it. What about the new it. apps? Have you done the I've new done apps? Tinder. Yeah. Tinder. I've done Plenty of Fish. Uh, I did, before Plenty of Fish, there was another one. Oh, eHarmony. The the one that's like matchmaking for like right. real love. Like you do Tinder really before Tinder. For love, huh? Bro, I'd rather that than just <laughs> hookups. But, but why? Because I, I, I think those are more meaningful connections for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I could find a anything anywhere. I'd rather find a, ooh, this is something. I like you, you like me. Mm-hmm. There's a, a thing that can last here kind of energy because I'd rather look for that energy. If I'm going to put my time in, which is a very limited resource, I'd rather do that. Have you been on an app before? No. I tried to get you on. Yeah, no, I'm not. Why not? I don't know, man. I'm not tall enough. You are, and but, you're so handsome. But I project. Like taller than I really am. I got picture <laughs> tricks, bro. I'm a photographer. That's the problem. Then they go see him. And, they go and they're home. like, "Whoa!" They be like in their bio, "Don't catfish me. <laughs> Not looking for no hookup." Oh yeah, that's. A I'm gonna ruin your life, and <laughs> no. I'm be like, "So why?" You are on because <laughs> you just told us what's really there. You're on an app. I've heard that too. Here, if you gonna tell me everything, I can't do. Like, I mean, I understand boundaries, but it's just like. Uh, if you don't got good conversation, if you don't like music, if this, this, and that. it's like a long ass thing. And I'm just like, no, right. ain't that what we supposed to discover about each like, other. Absolutely the way? not. Yeah. Like, I don't even got to message you to action. Wait, but that. y'all two just said that you've seen or heard it before. My question would be, do you still swipe right? If you think she's attractive? No. Would you still if she say, that dumb if she ass say all that dumb shit? Yeah, no. no. Would you? I would. That's so unattractive. Yeah. That's yeah. It's fine. We're all oh, ugly somewhere. No. What? It's like I just don't even want to deal with that energy. It depends. Because so sometimes like, I'm like, well, maybe this is so maybe thirsty. maybe maybe this is like an attempt to see who's gonna work. And I'm, if and if you look good enough, I'm like, I. <laughs> Making don't the point. Don't touch the table. <laughs> point number one is always don't I'm touch like, the table. Well, potentially this is a bunch of bullshit, and I feel like I'm a pretty intelligent person, and. 
whatever that like (laughs) it's funny you know this is the it's funny like (laughs) on this dating app when i see people saying certain things in their bio i'm thinking about it from a trauma informed lens (laughs) right so i'm like if you're saying saying all of this shit like that's wrong or that you don't want or that you're not looking for or don't do this because this has happened i'm like okay well that just means you want to feel seen heard and understood and you've been disrespected in the past so does that make you put your cape on See, Des- that's where I was going. Go ahead there. Depends. It, it depends. The question is and that that's what I mean, though. Yeah. Like, so as a man, that whole metaphor that I don't I don't subscribe to it, but the metaphor that men are the hunter, that we like we need challenge, we need to pursue something. Like Rapunzel, long hair, climb up this hair to get to this princess. <laughs> Would you climb and risk your life with no bungee cord, no safety net to get to the top? I think that's something I'm unlearning. Unlearning that, so you're not going to climb the top. Unlearning to do that. Oh uh, no, I'm still climbing. Um, I said I'm unlearning. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's a process. Gotcha. I think it's a process. I think she's putting up a hurdle to weed out or have a reference point to get them back to. Like th- these are my group agreements. You violate them, I'm going to remind you or block you or whatever because I've already let you know. <laughs> oh, I'm a screenshot yeah. this shit and show it to the homegirls, <laughs> and that's what that is. Nah. And, and and the right dude could come through. That's time. I'm a little bit bitter. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm a little bit bitter. Y'all could put that on me, but I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna go here. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, so sad. it's a sad one. Like, oh, it's so sad. Yeah, man. I'm no not, whammies. I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, not, not today. You wanna play checkers? Nope. I don't play no games. <laughs> Do you believe that you can find love like in the club? Do you feel like? Yeah. You can find it. In places people think you can't. You can find I, love you can find, anywhere. Yeah, that you can find love anywhere. Okay, are you rolling? Uh, <laughs> no, see, see, this is the thing. I know what zones I went in, right? <clears throat> and I used to try to force myself to go to clubs and bars, right? But then I realized that I had to learn that, you know, in a bar, number one, I'm not yelling over this music <laughs> to talk to you, baby girl. I'm not doing that, right? Number two, I'm not tall. Right. Number three, I'm past the high school days of ending up with a shirt off at the end of the like. I'm not doing any of those things. I'm not. Did you ever do that? Did you ever shirt nipples in the club? Maybe once. Not in the club. I was nipples in the club. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you were. Who would go pray for you? Oh, I was in there. (laughs) Filth. I was dragging everybody on the floor. What are we doing down here? Yeah. It was a thing. L.A. parties had a thing, especially high school age. Yeah, like college, fresh out of early. high school, like early Ooh. college. I'm trying to get as sweaty by the end of this party. It's crazy. <laughs> See, but you, you, you was taller. You was bigger. That's See, what I'm saying he now, could get all that. Me being five, I'm five three now, right? <laughs> now back then, I, I was, I was less <laughs> That's than so disrespectful, bro. Hey, you <laughs> got to keep it professional, now. bro. Hey, <laughs> you got to keep it very professional, it. bro. I got it. God. All right. <laughs> Like, what's this little motherfucker got his shirt on for? Like, Target, get your bird chest head ass out of here. I used to do like, push I'm just trying to find club. love, like Rob said. Yeah, in the club. <laughs> I paid my entry. Girls got in free. We had to pay, unless you knew the homie that was like promoting. And I did it every time. <laughs> every time I'm getting in there. Have you ever found love in the club? Like, a, a significant relationship with somebody that you met at a spot, like a turn up or a party? No, I have. I haven't. I have. I was in there. I've nipples out. That's your high privilege, probably. High, high privilege. <laughs> you can I see over there. the other one. I mean, I've, I've now you give me in a bookstore or at a time. conference. Shine. I could win. Shine. Club. Mm-mm. Bar. Mm-mm. 
I'm gonna know your court cooking bro. competition. Yeah, I haven't cooking found like a significant other or like a meaningful relationship relationship, but I've had plenty of like long lasting wait good times out of a club. Like a girl I met at a club and it wasn't like not a one night stand. It'd be like, hey, we this is a thing that happens over and over again. Like yeah. and it ain't just one night stand type stuff. It's like hanging out and doing stuff, but it wasn't like an actual relationship. No, I actually found a, a real love for like two years in the club. College age. I was promoting nipples out. She was in here <laughs> scantily clad. <laughs> my mesh, scantily clad. My mesh tank top. Mesh. <laughs> Remember when G Unit had tank tops? Yo, yep. I used to do push ups before the club just to look as right as possible. I didn't have enough money to go to the, like the rec center at the college because that was an extra fee. Mm-hmm. I just do push ups right before the club. Right, and then right before entry, a, a last set. Just get right. Throw some baby oil on. Because <laughs> Tyrese and Baby Boy was was the prototype for me. Like, all right, they like that. I can get close. <laughs> get that. Yeah. Did you ever have like a? Uh, let me see if I can get like that. Like, not a man crush, but like, I think if I go that route, I'll win. Like a a goal marker, maybe. Anybody? Uh, nope. Marky Mark. You look like Jesus in high school. I- See, but I was the gold marker. <laughs> he was, bro. I can't wait to put the Give picture right here. Something, right bro. here is where the picture pops up of Matt's face in high school. Like, Jesus. Yeah. I'm and not the gold marker like anymore, but I was. Listen, uh, so, listen. I'm not putting myself down like that, but I mean. You I look did beautiful. Look, yeah, I, I still think I'm cute. awesome as shit. I'm just saying I was hella awesome. Hella awesome. <laughs> you know what? I wonder what Bam would have said. I wonder what Bam looked like in high school. I don't know what he looked like. Dweeb. Do you know what Josh looked like? A dweeb. I've seen a picture of him. Uh, Josh looked like a, a real killer gangster. <laughs> a, a, a racially ambiguous gangster? <laughs> Bruh, he was really like, I might hit you really hard. What'd you look like in high school? He was like, I look like this. What like this. Just what more do you of see? a hairline, a little more hairline. Man, listen. Um, I'm balling. But the same. Man. I've been the same for a, a long time. <laughs> this was it. It is it. it what real, it shall be man. is this. For real. That's dope. Yeah. So you're not gonna get on apps ever. There's nothing that they can do. No, nah, I might. I mean, now that I heard you talk about them, I might consider it. But I mean, so far, it just I don't know. It just felt like shopping. It is shopping. It's like grocery shopping. What's just, different than that in dating? Cause I just rather like stumble into you. Like I don't want to ask you what you into. I want to meet you somewhere where I'm into it already. You get me? Like, well, where do you go? The fruit section. So you need a grocery store cutie. <laughs> like, like I go to the movies in the afternoon. You don't even go to the gym anymore. Like that's not the spot. Huh. You body have your own gym. You body shame me. No, you have your own gym. Like you work out where you go work out, right? Yeah, I can meet people there too. I can meet people where I run. In, in my the mind, I thought you were just running. Like I run. And yeah. What do you mean? Where other you can't people meet run people too. Where... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like to me, y'all ever watched that show on VH1 called The Pickup Artist? It was like this really weird dude, white dude, who was talking about this is how you pick up girls. Yeah, and his with point, flair and yeah, you got to neg, give them a negative comment. Yeah, one of their challenges because I watched that show. Don't judge me. One of the challenges was how do you get someone to stop and have a conversation when they're walking past you? And the other one that episode was like, how do you get them to have a conversation with you when you're passing them? Like, instead of going in the same direction, you're pa- like he was yeah. trying to teach them how to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to swipe right on the app because of, like, awkwardness there, I can only imagine if you see a fine girl running your way, <laughs> and it's like, do I slow down? Do I get in her way? Like, how do you have... I, I look at her, and if she looks at me, and we both agree to stop, then we stop and talk. 
It's very complicated. I look at her. Okay. <laughs> he does have this. Yeah, to start over. Looking. <laughs> then you gotta break it down steps. <laughs> if she look back at me, step two, and we both agree we about to stop, then we stop and talk. If it's just like, oh, we could have, then we. I see you on the and next. And that's lap. why it hasn't happened a whole lot because. I don't. Care. I don't think you're reading it. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying. To I think you like, passed women who thought you were attractive and you didn't even read it. Yeah, that's okay. That's what I'm saying. It's okay. It's okay for me to flirt and keep jogging. I. I, I think you like it better that way. I probably do. It don't really. <laughs> like the ruin the fantasy. Like, ah, oh, I met you and your breath stinks. Or you're actually. No, no, no. I don't even want. <laughs> you were a just finer. See, that's him. <laughs> that's me. No, I think See, that I if she even, was actually whack. Huh? I think that if she was actually whack, you'd be like, oh, I should have just let her pass because she was fine. Should have just let it just be nah, that. I met a bunch of whack ass. <laughs> you just delete the number I and just, keep yeah, on pushing. Just, so fast. Delete block, change your number. You don't change. <laughs> if they see this, they're going to hit you. Delete block. <laughs> you you got to go through the friends. Hey, email this man. Like, I'm not going to see the, I'm not gonna see the message, ladies. Oh. He's anti social media. Yeah. We're still wow. trying to get him on. Like, he was on back in the MySpace days, yeah. but like today, he's he didn't not. even MySpace. He like he let did. you and me do it. It wasn't. Uh, a little bit. No, yeah, he did no, I, I never really did. I Maybe used it was to. Black Planet. I don't know. It was Black Planet. Black Planet. Did you ever holler at people over that though? Uh, Not really. I don't. Even, I don't. Maybe think one any, or two, and it really didn't work out. Yeah, I was saying, like, general, I just don't think that that's original his thing. catfish. Too oh. much face in the picture. You know what uh, I mean? Oh. Yo, this this, this ain't what you promised. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like you. Nah, this. I'm me, right? You, you don't look you. like yeah, you. Yeah, you know you. It's too much in the camera. <laughs> This is too much. I die. Okay, so now that we're on this thread, let's just stay in the street. <laughs> Have you ever sent pictures of your junk to somebody? Yes. Yeah. In a relationship. <laughs> 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 but rules, that's extremely. There are rules to this. My last relationship. Outside of that, because <laughs> my mom raised me to be hella skeptical. Like, you don't trust I'm, none of I'm <laughs> almost like paranoid of new spaces and new people. And <laughs> I agree. You know, so nah, we not we not doing that. And like, I just got too much stature in the kid. Like, like, <laughs> I'm out here. Nah, I'm out here. Nah, not at all. Like, if that's what you want to send, cool, <laughs> that's cool. I really don't, appreciate don't, it. Don't, don't, oh, you gonna send? No, that's not the agreement that we had. You majored. Your, your decision out of agency. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel me? <laughs> I like it. So here's nah. why I struggle with it. I struggle with it because I feel like as a woman, it's so easy to be sexy and fine. I know that there's layers to it, right? I get but you can hit us with a bra pick and it's like, oh, I see you. Mm-hmm. You can hit us with a, a, a upper angle down and it's like, oh, we there. Mm-hmm. You can wear a swimsuit and it look like yeah. lingerie. Like anything could look hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Send me a toe picture. It could get hot. I think <laughs> as a man judging masculinity nudity, it's like it's gonna require a whole routine to get right for a sexy nude. Like as a dude, you'd have to probably make sure you're like you're you're ready. You're, you're ready. All the way shaved right. Yeah. You gotta be lotioned or oiled. Mm-hmm. You gotta be fully engorged. All right, guys. All right, all right. I said ready, ready. You gotta be. Yeah, everybody ready is different. Just ain't ready. <laughs> and if she didn't start the the thing, like if she didn't send you ammo, right, to get ready. Oh no, there's no just, unsolicited. I don't. Yeah. Oh, I. But I've heard though. I have homegirls who I mean are out here on the yeah. apps. So and they be like, dudes just be sending junk no, pics. So there are plenty. <laughs> Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. I mean, <laughs> but you you sent it to unsolicited to someone who you know would want to receive it probably. Now, Maybe. I, I think that's you. <laughs> Apparently, 
No, I'm talking apps. about him. But uh, yeah, in general, in life, dudes, yeah. dudes are out here sending, out here sending a bunch yeah. of unsolicited. That's oh, not oh, the oh, homegirl say that. That's not yeah. the okay. Yeah. No, not just that's a random not the random AUQ here go one. Yeah. No, I mean like on the app. Like, no, I'm talking about somebody I'm talking to. Bio say. It ain't even somebody I'm dealing with. Don't send no dick pics. You do that. That's fine. I like somebody you dealing with. That's fine. I'm talking about trying to deal with like no. oh, there, no, no, there no, are no, girls no. on the app whose bio will say please that's no a, dick pics. That's right. super confident mm-hmm. action. And that's what I'm saying. Like where are these even... dudes? <laughs> Who are these guys? We yeah. gotta know them if yeah, it's they, that many people. And that's say... why the men in the village gotta talk about it. Like bro, <laughs> first of all, are you sending your best work? This is my first question. Like, are you sure? And is this the same photo for all the people that you're targeting with these dick pics? Because if they are, that's also a little harmful. Harmful. Yeah, because like you just sent everyone to. If a girl sent you the same selfie that you were talking to, would you feel like a passenger? Yeah, it's like, oh man, I'm just. Mm. Yeah. Oh, but maybe she are. sent me something like that's on her social media. Yeah. No, or something she sent to somebody else. Yeah, or a sexy picture that had a date of like Not two years ago. On I was her like, yo, we didn't even. I didn't even know what boyfriend did you take this for that you just happened to send to me. I hope there's no date on the picture. There are dates yeah. on the picture. Yeah. Yeah. I've made that album. Yeah, like if you save it, it'll be like this is from two years ago. I'll be like, yeah. well, I'll be like where'd the picture go? Like, yeah. Oh, it's from uh, two years ago. I wasn't mad at it, man. It, I'll be, I'm not. It mad was one of my some of my best work. That's what I'm saying. Send your best work. And I. I just don't feel comfortable. Um, I think it's I don't not, necessarily have an issue, but I'm I'm not just gonna send it to any girl I'm talking to. Yeah, I'm like, not gonna send it to a rando, or, or even like I don't know. It is never. I mean, he said he'll do even to someone he's dealing with unsolicited. It's definitely gonna be <laughs> like it's definitely gonna be like a. Yeah, I think you, you actually tell me you want yeah. this. No pun intended. And then you can up. get it. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> if she hits me like, hey. Let me get a picture of that meat. All right, here you go. <laughs> nah, that's funny. Like, pull up. That's funny. Yeah, here <laughs> pull you up go. with your camera if you need it. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. But I'm not gonna be like, oh, thinking about you. Like the way I, oh, the way I, I enjoyed it to receive like a unsolicited nude from her in the middle the of the day. That's cool, but it's not the same for me to be sitting there in my, in my head. Yeah, I ain't gonna end up in no group chats or none of that. I mean, I don't they care do about too. all that. But see, I don't even care about all that. See, though. Matt would do it then because he don't no. care. Yeah. But see, I don't. I'm not. I think it's dirty. More likely. No, I'm, I think it's dirty to send it unsolicited. I don't, but I don't it's care weird. about the like. No matter when you give it out, regardless of who it is, at some point in in, in you or her life, it's going to end up out there somewhere. Like not every like even with with yeah. her sending it to you, like it's most guys maybe not us, but most guys will still share it with their homies not or whatever. Sure. But see, that's the thing. So it's yeah. but it's not more than likely yeah. that I like, people share listen, it. I fire. I f- I'm right there in that middle realm where it's like. It's not great enough to show nobody, but you can't shame me with it. You uh, know what I mean? So it's like, run run it. But we know people <laughs> that have showed us just pictures. I, like me no I mean, you. <laughs> no. No, no they're women. girl. They're girl Sending pictures. Us. Like, oh, this is a girl like, I'm hooking up like, with. Like, they're gonna, like, they get shared yeah. both ways. <laughs> Bro, look at me. This lighting was fire today. In the Venetian, that window. <laughs> no, shut up. That's what I'm saying. Like, like they're just. No, I, know, I know what you mean, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. It's at, it's at the point where I'm. Show it if you want to. You know. yeah. I'm not worried, you know, worried about like if someone a, who wants the picture who I want to send it to, I send it to them, they can share it. Like that's gonna happen. But see, that's the, the I think that's a, a funny thing because you said I would in a relationship, and we laughed because that's actually the smart thing to do, especially with the Me Too movement. Like you, you mess around the wrong space, just unsolicited, especially if your face is in it or a tattoo, <laughs> like something that's just like that's obviously this guy. Look. And it can come back to bite you later, especially if it's getting spread to group chats and or whatever. 
But I don't feel like a woman could give me two consequences for sending a sexy nude. I don't think you could hurt a woman like that the same way now. Because sexuality is super liberated. It's low-key a compliment if it's fire. <laughs> Maybe there's shame and embarrassment. I think there may be some shame or embarrassment, but but I um I do believe and I've been doing like some research on this in terms of the vulnerability of men or sexual vulnerability of men yes. or the yes. no, right like even when we think about sexual abuse and harms, right, the there's an archetype victim, right? And if we yeah. look at a lot of data and research, there's a considerable amount of men actually it wasn't until 2012 that the fbi um edited the definition of yes rape so right? who could be raped so now in the most recent report what they have in there is forced to penetrate right and when they started yeah. asking men about experiences of being forced to penetrate men are um uh, have been victimized right so i think we don't see women sending pictures to men unsolicited as harmful as harmful at all right because i think we still have this um the double standard this yeah. belief that you know men are always interested in sex and We're hypersexual right everybody wants it from anybody you get it from and that's crazy so like i've shared my story a little bit like i was molested at an age younger than 10 by a girl who was like the niece of the babysitter mm. and I know that messed me up. Like sexually, that's the, one of the reasons why, I, like the kinks that I have and things that I like, I know it comes from that. There was no space in my life ever before that 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 would have showed up. Like it's that, mm. and my openness to sexuality and like nudity and women's body stuff started at that young age, which I think distorted some shit for me. Yeah, um, where. Maybe I'm hypersexual in relationships and I need kinkiness in a way that's maybe not normal. Um, but I can't say that I've ever even been asked by an organization, a school, or a system that's like, hey, have you ever been yeah. violated or raped? As a matter of fact, when we talk about rape, I don't even think of myself. Mm. Yeah. Wow. That's wrong. And, and that's I know a the, lot of boys yeah. that are like that right. too. And that's what the research said. The, like the research says that as a result of the ways in which we construct gender and what is abuse um, and boyhood and manhood, we can't even diagnose our own trauma, right? So it's like, it talks about boys will convince themselves that they were in pursuit, right? So let's say you have a teacher or you have um, a daycare provider or something like that, boys will convince themselves in order to sidestep the reality that you were taken advantage of will convince, make up their own story. Because it makes head. you feel less than a, right? a man. Or mm -hmm. you, you won because they happened to you. Yeah. Right. Um, and then also, you know, whether it's in our families or whether it's in the media, um, um, there are cases when men, women, and young folks um, will tell young boys that have been abused, particularly by women, that, this is this is a good thing, or you should be you like you lucky. Yeah, yeah congratulations, my guy. That was right. my dream. Yeah, you That's got what I wanted to do. You right. you did everything I thought I wanted to do. Yeah. Right. What movie was that where like someone was like, "I'm gonna every, get you a prostitute to, every movie. to teach you about every sexuality." Every movie that had a man, American yeah. Pie, and every. Oh, yeah, I mean, even Boosie. Boosie said that I think when his son turned fourteen, that he was gonna take his son. Um, either to a sex worker or something. Um, yeah, one of those, in like, order to get brothels. some head. Yeah. 
So I mean, make him a man. Yeah. And then like there's a there's a clip on YouTube where like Lil Wayne was just getting brought into like Hot Boys or whatever and Birdman is <laughs> I, I guess they shit. got some older women to have sex with Lil Wayne. Um and it's like I've been like seeing like a lot of these rappers, or even when we think about Bow Wow talks about it. Yeah. And Bow 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 Wow was a man, mm-hmm. but he was a kid. And they talked about like being on tour. Yeah. Jermaine Dupri talked about it, him going out with Houdini as a mm-hmm. dancing kid that could DJ. Like Stuff happened on yeah. tour there too, and I know we just like focusing on black celebrity men, but it's that's not, the stories it, it's, we heard. That's the ones that got out. Right, yeah. right, right. I mean, even R. Kelly was molested, yeah. by raped by his sister from seven to fifteen. That's wild, right? But who gets to be the predator and who gets to be the prey? Mm. I think one of the best ways to, to teach men about consent and boundaries and respecting like space and all that stuff is to teach boys at a young age about their ability to say, nah, mm. I don't want to sit on that they lap. Value. I don't want to touch that person. I don't feel like kissing on the lips. I don't feel like you hugging me. I don't want you to kiss me on the cheek. I don't want that. Like if, if a young boy can learn that that's okay to say and feel like that and that's not bad, then he's more likely to respect it when he's a big lion. Like when he's, I could be a predator. You know what I mean? I think that's the space to teach. If you try to teach a grown ass man about consent, you missed a real opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. But I maybe never heard that besides our podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know anybody else who's saying that part. Yeah, I, I think I think one of the, right, I think when it comes down to, because, like, so when we think about, like, abuse and harms, and particularly sexual harms, the majority of them are happening out of emotional manipulation and coercion, as opposed to I'm physically holding you down to do something, right? Which means that in addition to our conversations about, like, physical restraint, we need to have more robust conversations about what does it mean to be coerced, right? Um, because, like, I was watching, there was this scholar on YouTube um talking that's about a bar. A scholar on youtube first of all is a whole bar <laughs> there's this scholar on youtube talking about um right we're at a current moment where um the the position is that it has to be you have to get an affirmative yes and an ongoing yes throughout the process right now what the scholar was saying is that now somebody can even give you an affirmative yes ongoing throughout the process and still within their own self and within their own mind feel like they didn't want to engage in this act. Which makes it non-consensual, potentially rape. Yes. Yeah. So what So what he said. So let's break that down even more. So what I heard you say is, as a man, it is your responsibility to get a clear yes, I want to engage in this. Not, I'm reading the signs, I've seen it in your eyes, you're aroused, you set this up. You removed clothing, you removed my clothes, and you touched me. That's not enough. You need a full, clear, verbal, yes, I'm with this. And as it continues, you need a continuous, clear, yes, I'm still with this. Stroke, then, stroke. You so you still also, cool with this, right? Yeah. And then you stroke, have to stroke. also so know that emotionally they're saying yes is what he's saying. Because like, there's an internal no. One, yeah, because it's an internal, etern- what? I don't know how, how to do that. How? Well, even even if in the moment that they're like, I read the whatever he saw on YouTube. I read about that. Mm. It's basically that in the day and age we are in now, you can get all those things, the verbal yeses all the way through. That oh yeah, I'm emotionally cool with this, and then forty eight hours later, they can be like a light bulb could turn on. They could be like, nope, 
but so I'm not how? cool. At any moment, they could so just I'll be like, no, it wasn't cool. So here's what I've heard from women that I've been intimate with about that with other partners. So she was like, I've said yes to get through it because I didn't want to say no to experience what would happen on the fear side of me saying no to an aroused, um, potentially intoxicated man that I like or a stranger that I don't know. Mm -hmm. This is just a hookup. And what she would do is she, I know that was my watch. What she would do is ghost inside of herself Mm. or she goes numb. She's not fully participating and maybe she's not, you know, moaning or anything, but she's like letting sex happen to her. Okay. Which Loki is like men masturbating with women's bodies, but that's wild. But how does he know that that's happening? Here's my question. I'm, I get that. I'm sorry for those women. Right. Okay. I'm talking about like, let's say you have a wife who's doing that. It's not, you know what I mean? I met you and I'm actually like, yeah, you're just somebody I know. You're somebody I know and you're emotionally checked out. Mm-hmm. Like, how am I to Is that right? assess that situation? You get what I'm saying? Like, where do I land on that scale? Like, I get it on the, on the other side. I get why these women would make that sacrifice thinking that the can other- you rape your wife i guess what i would think from that yes yes yes, yes. And so that's you can I'm... rape your wife but mm-hmm. there should be a level of communication or intimacy and so- yeah. but you sometimes you just don't even catch it like i think that came up recently somewhere is that like somebody you can that? rape you can rape your wife mm-hmm. like i it's controversial and it's like, weird like it shouldn't it's controversial you feel like it shouldn't like be but you like, should have some responsibility on the side of communication uh, on the side of communication as a as a woman you know what I mean? Like me, I get it. I'm. You might be tired tonight. You might have a headache, and I was just like, "You might be mad at me." You might be mad at me, and we let it go that night, or we let it go this night. But you, you chose against all your own advice to your own head because you thought maybe if you didn't give it to me, I might go cheat, or I might, ah, I might go do side. this, or I might go do all these other things. But I'm not to know that. Do you get me? Like I don't yeah. know that. Not, and I think. And I think this is what the scholar was getting at when they were when he was talking. He was saying that you know to to enter into intimacy, this is an inherently vulnerable zone, right? Like off the rip, right? So especially what, as heterosexuals, right? And the LGBT community has a lot of communication about what the act is going to be. They do, and I think also when we think about harm and abuse, I think currently there's this hyper fixation on heterosexual abuse perpetrated by men against women yes but if you look at right if you look at uh intimate partner violence and lgbtiq relationships especially because they're sexual minorities within society there's also comparable rates of intimate partner violence within those relationships as well yeah you can't talk about rape and non-consensual sexual acts in a bubble of only one victim style and one perpetrator style. Because if we're using that, then I know in relationships I've been violated and I just learned to accept it. Like, oh, good morning. Yeah, I just call it sex I didn't really, I wasn't into. Yeah, I didn't start it there. I wasn't into I've it. I've actually yeah. seen like relationship therapists on TV, I'm not gonna name any names, talk about like sex doesn't always have to be foreplay and everyone wanting at the same time because married people, people in a committed relationship with different schedules and children and jobs and whatever you're not going to always want it at the same time and be in the same level of desire or attraction all the time so how do you have sex consistently 
in a healthy sexual relationship if you're not just allowing it. Like you're taking the bid, even if you're not bidding yourself. And that's another reason why you should not have one partner. <laughs> but, 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 and also, and, and like what the guy, all of that happens at that quote. <laughs> and also, what the, what this what this scholar was saying is that this is why we have to have more conversations with young people about. Um, what is coercion or what does it look like to check in with somebody before adults don't even or, know what coercion is right 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 because right. <laughs> it, it's such a shifting sand hill like wh- what are we talking about this is weird it's <laughs> like, hard I to gotta, talk about I gotta think about what your horoscope said this morning to see if we <laughs> no but I mean like like what, what would like, it look like to have a partner and be like hey like in terms of I think he was getting at what does it look like in a in a healthy relationship to create an environment where we can communicate how we're feeling on a consistent basis, right? So that neither That's one of better. so yeah. that neither one of the partners has to ever guess. feels like, well, if you do this, I'm sometimes. gonna blow That's up okay. on you. I'll sacrifice. Yeah, I'll take out some of the sexy. I'll sacrifice some of the sexy not to be called a rapist. You know what True. I mean? True. Yeah. Right. But like, then going back to the dick pic idea, right? Like, if I don't ask, hey. What you doing? Uh, can I show you something I think you like? Le- levels of relationship. Right? <laughs> levels of relationship. Because it could be and that's why I don't season. give them unless they want it. But, but how that's do you know? Saying. Exactly. They say they want it. Okay. So you, add, you got a confirmed verbal yes <laughs> or text no, they, yes. And that's, and that's a part of taking away some of the sexy. Yeah, you got to be like, like hey, some, are you That's cool? what I'll be telling the homies. I'll you want to see this dick? Yeah. 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 I'll be like, well, That'll mess like, up yeah, the moment yeah. and blah, blah, blah. I'll be like, all right, either you can mess up the moment potentially or you could potentially end up in jail. I'm going to mess up the hey, moment. She don't ask for it, she's not going to get it. Nah, back in the day when I had a wife, it showed up on her iWatch at work. <laughs> like, do you want to see this dick? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that. Would you like to see this dick? Nah, it's time for dick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. I will gladly receive. Cause from you ever her. see a bubble pop up? Like you know they seen it, they started a reply, and then it go away. Mm. Hey, do you want to see this? Like oh shit, she like, didn't say anything back. back. Right down, like, yeah. uh, like I will gladly receive my phone. Re- the, right? the reception ain't working. <laughs> gladly receive from her at any time, but I'm only gonna send to her when she asks. We'll get your privacy screen. <laughs> I got a privacy screen. Do you have a privacy screen? Nah, I need to get one. Man, it's so important. Oh your phone? I, don't I think, have one. I think oh phones are some of the filthiest things. <laughs> get out of here. Phones are so filthy. <laughs> it's just for your bank account. My phone is a saint. My phone is <laughs> Just filth. for your bank account. <laughs> and I just would, you know, I'm not even saying like what the filth is. It could be just like notes to self. Like, try this. That's just very not for everyone to know about. <laughs> Touche, my brother. You know Touche. Questions to myself. Stories that I've I need thought about. Apple to come up with a better way to clear your cash. Oh, I like you said cash. So what you got to do is use the privacy the browser, IT, dude. Yeah. Or the incognito. Depending on what browser you use, it's either the privacy one or the incognito mode, and it doesn't save anything you do while you're in there, and it's just one click of a thing when you're in the browser, and then everything you do there. Doesn't stay. I don't trust that. It's so, the truth, though. Acknowledging this, that that's cool, but it's the truth. You trust Google to say we're not gonna watch? It's the truth. It's the truth. Like, believe it's the truth. And then you could also have it set up to where it um, clears your cache every time you get out of the browser, Ooh, if you wanted it to. That's a like your history and all that stuff. But I didn't know that that um, with Google that way still doesn't with regular mode doing that. Still, there's still stuff in the history because Google stays safe stuff. Um, On their side, it just gets out right. of the phone. 
But that's why the incognito mode in Google are like the privacy mode in Safari for Apple. iPhone what do you guys use? Is the way to go. Are you Safari, Google, I Yahoo? Do, I use both. It depends on what I'm doing. I only use Chrome. <laughs> that's or, a weird way of saying no, it. No, well, like, so <laughs> you can't. So here's the reason why. You cannot make Safari your default browser on an iPhone. I, I mean, you can't uh, make uh, Google Chrome your default oh, you browser. That. So when I specifically go to the internet app to use the internet app, I'll go to Chrome. But if it's like something automatically opens, it ends up opening in Safari. So I'm switching between both. What do you use, bro? Whatever is just the regular. Safari. <laughs> Let me look yeah. at my goddamn phone. Total opposite. <laughs> I'm using whatever. I've used Safari, but I think I set it up so that the search engine is, is Google. Yeah, my search engine is Google. Yeah. Uh, Brian, what do you use? Safari. But okay. yeah, search engine Google. Um, <clears throat> then I sometimes I have to pull up Mozilla on like government sites. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. There's a there's apparently there's a, a, a app or some browser now that doesn't collect your data, which is interesting because that means Google has a bunch and AT and T has a bunch of dick pics and vagina pics and breast pics. I just don't trust it. Like when, when like I just be thinking like. All these like government documents that come out of like Mar- whether it's Martin Luther- like some <laughs> activist like a hundred years later, so and so did like you know this is you this is gonna be so funny like 50, 60 years from here. now like people who are like the FBI exposing people <laughs> that are on all. social media yeah. like it's one thing to like, like you know your wife in the fifties and the sixties right. it's another thing to be like he was on Tinder and these are the people he swiped. Oh, because right? it's collected, <laughs> right? And he was a leader of the black black power movement, and He's, he was swiping no, he all was white girls. About, he was talking about relation, like black love relationships. He was like, this is a, a marriage guru, because there's a pastor who was talking about relationships and marriage, and it was it was, you know, busted out season, and he got busted out that he had something on the side. It's just gonna become the new norm, man. Ain't nobody care. I'm gonna be like fake news. Like the president then really did a <laughs> bunch of stuff. Yeah. They hacked my phone. They sent that. That is not they me. They swiped that. That's not me. It's just people haven't caught up to the age that we're in. Like people are still operating how they used to back when there was no Instagram, Twitters, and things. Like there was no internet, right? And so, but people are still operating that way, and that's how they get busted out. If you're still out here playing your games as the pastor of the church for 20 years. It's been 10 years since you started that game. But that's why I don't believe in hookup culture. I think hookup culture is a thing that they've coined. Like Tinder is a hookup space, like where you go to just get it off or whatever. Like Grindr is for gay people or whatever. I just think it's always been there, and now they have a name for it. I think Mm -hmm. there's always been hookup culture. Yeah. That's what I think. Super easy. I just feel like you don't want it to be screenshotted and put it out on the public. Don't DM it. Yeah. Do you know anybody who ever DM'd a group of people something that they thought was supposed to be to one person? Like they had seven girls that they're saying good morning to in a group chat or a Twitter DMs. And they I haven't didn't had know. that, but I've had I, I know people who the women ended up meeting each other and then being like, Oh, oh yeah, he sent me that same poem, blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. I hope it was an original poem at least. Yes, that would be two levels yeah. of terrible. You it was said, an original poem. them both the same poem. Yeah, it was a a fellow that I know pretty well. That's good. <laughs> yeah, he is would, he in your mirror? He would write some good. <laughs> is it you? <laughs> no, it's not, no, it's King Taharka? No, it's not me. Um, That's funny. And he he would write great poems, right? Uh, great morning poems, and would you know do his daily delivery. Uh, what's the tool? So it sounds like dude use poetry. Mm-hmm. I'm not a poet, but what's the tool that you use to? Get it, <laughs> Heller. What's your tool? They used to be my push-ups, is what I'm trying to tell you. But <laughs> I'm not there today. <laughs> what is the tool you use? 
I listening. You're a good listener. I'm a good. I'm a. <laughs> If listen you, and reflect back what you ooh, just said. Ooh, rephrase <laughs> it. Listen and reflect. Yeah, that's good. You're like, wow. You're good. Really? Yeah. I was really paying attention. Matt, what do you think your I tool really would be? Uh, you should just be having, being a good time. Because he's like, beautiful. <laughs> like, that's what it was. Like, you look like the Lord. Like, and I, that's kind of still the thing I go by. Like, if we're hanging out and you're hanging out with me and we're out doing stuff, drinking or just whatever, like, it's just all about having a good time, having fun, yeah. laughing, things of mutual interest. Yeah. If like you don't that. rock with the things that I rock to some degree, it's not really gonna work. Like, and then there's no tool. My tool is just like if we meet eye to eye on certain life things, and then we go out and do some of the same things, and you're interested in those things, and it works out. That's good. I like that. Brian, what's your tool? I really don't know. It's beauty. Thank you. <laughs> you just <started. laughs> thank you. That's it. Looking like. Nah. What are you? I really don't know. Like, yeah, I think, yeah. Being the whatever. Ambiguousness. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter, but I don't know what he is. He's so quiet. So <laughs> I just, while listening to Matt talk about his, I just realized something. The fact that I use communication as my thing is because I believe the story of I used to be ugly, but I could get them if I got their phone number. If I can get them on the phone and use my voice and my intelligence to get them to think and feel, I could get them. And now I have a career and a podcast. <laughs> like, like, I talk. Yeah. You won. Yeah, I win. That's, what I, that's, the, that's the thing I use. The gift, the gift of gab. The gift. I like it. I wonder like once they're on the hook, that's usually how I keep them, I guess. Conversation? Like, just the well, all the stuff I described. I guess a lot of it was just, like, they gravitate towards the energy or the beautifulness or whatever it was right. at any given time. And then after that, it's like, you can't just keep them off of that. Like, you just can't just be a pretty nigga and then it's like... Oh, I'm learning. But well, what, if, what, if what if your tool, what if your bait was your penis pick? <laughs> like, like, well, I never sent send that one out. out as so. a business card a bunch of times to see. Well, that's why them dudes send out them penis picks. They hope that's what their if bait. What if that's their best thing, but it's not the best thing? But see, the thing is, I mean, <laughs> like, it works like somewhere. Church's chicken is chicken, but it's not the best chicken, but it's chicken. Like, hey, yeah. So somebody once like, said, are you hungry? You got to look for somebody who won't middle of the road. You need a snicker? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Go, Matt. Go. Somebody once said that it's like you just throw out to a quantity, like the yeah. more, and then you just get one. Like if you send it out to a hundred, you get it's a numbers game, right? It's like a numbers game, and that's what these dudes that just said they send it out to like 40, get no 40 chicks, of and then one of them knows it's gonna be a yes. Like a, you might get a case, but you might get also, a yes or a yes. Yeah. You got prepaid legal. You got a lawyer on deck ready. <laughs> so, do you remember prepaid legal? Oh. I learned yeah. so you know, much from that. I'm still friends with Jermaine Johnson on, on Facebook. Confidentiality, we got to beep that out. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He might like it. He's living yeah, he the best is. life out there. Is he? Hey, man, he was out in some foreign country recently. Hey, man, big ups to you, brother. Shout I don't out. know what you're doing, but hey. I bet it ain't prepaid legal. <laughs> Multi-level multi marketing is a lot of terrible. <laughs> Dude, you won off Shabba. of us. Yo, he got so much money off my team. Have you ever done uh, multi-level marketing? Nah. Dang, they didn't get you. I got all my friends. I mean, a lot of them are friends. A lot of them are my friends still, but I got all my... Give the gap. I was like, look yeah. at this opportunity. We can make money well, together. Somebody Ooh. tried to do that shit to me recently. Like, she tried to pitch me. She might see this, but... She tried to pitch, like, you know, tell me about this little company. And I was like, is this a pyramid scheme? And she was like, I mean, I know people usually refer to it as that, but 
tried to explain that shit. I was like, you know what? Unfortunately, was I'm not. Was it Herbalife? No, nah, I wasn't. Was Prime, it Prime America? No, nah, I wasn't. I, I'm not going to say what it is because oh, it's, good. That's it's good. like. Two by two. Confidential. It's like, two by That's an old <laughs> no, one. It's not, nah. That would have been a gunshot sound effect. <laughs> nah. Pop, pop, right? nah, I was like, man, fuck out So why'd you say no? Huh? You don't believe in business opportunities? Yeah. You know, everything is a pyramid scheme, you know. The top of McDonald's. Person of McDonald's, CEO. More money. Drive through. I'm not really. This is our tactics that they use during the interview. No, I guess nobody has ever presented me with even an item that I'm interested in trying to sell. Yeah, I agree. Have you ever heard of prepaid legal? That was the only one that was ever interesting to me. It's like, yo, I'm going to tell you about law. It don't matter if you're guilty or not. You don't have a lawyer. You're guilty, and you need a good lawyer that you can call in any moment. Man, it should, you got this very white ass voice. Right, that's why I couldn't sell the shit. I couldn't sell the shit. I was like, y'all don't want this shit. You don't need a lawyer. Every other company just didn't make any sense. What they they was like, oh, we're trying to sell like telephone service or TV service, cell phones. Yeah, and it's like I don't like. There's a million other ways you can get that really easily. What about right. alkaline water? You know, I didn't mess with that one. But to me, Five prepaid legal was like, you know, everybody can't get a lawyer. Yeah. And that thing just like, ding, it made so much sense. Like, I actually it, feel like this is something that'll work. I mean, they still exist help. today, I they think, do. in some kind of form. The legal shield is a thing. Yeah. So basically, legal shield is a thing that they sold me. I was like, and if you sign up right now and you check this box for $5 more a month, you'll get a card that has a lawyer 800 number and somebody will answer the call when the police are pulling you over or your loved one over. And I was like, my mama need a lawyer. I need a lawyer. I'm black. I'm black. They coming for us. I've been pulled over twice this year. This month, this week, well, my Cadillac guy rims on it. Away. Put your nipples away. I did used to drive away in the club with my mesh. leather seats. It was the mess. With my, with my G unit. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You had one of them tank tops? Yeah, it, was a, it was a white beater. Don't do that. It was a white beater. <laughs> that's, first of all, problematic language. White that's, beater. Right, Hello. Yeah, we're in 2019. Well, that's not mine, right? Yeah. Like your A shirt is what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Did you do your tank? Huh? I know you're going to the gym. I'm going to go right after this. You feel me? Listen. But I'll it's like, it. you know, I think on this white beater point, right? Well, for me, He's like, I'm going to still call it that. I don't care. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Problematic episode number seven. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, it's not going in a bad direction. All right, cool. No, I think even for me as a black man wearing these in public, I be, I be having to talk to myself about like, why can't, why don't you feel comfortable wearing this out in public? Or why don't you feel comfortable wear, going to the gym in this, right? Like, I got a reason. Yeah. Your nipples might be percolating. <laughs> And it's just like, hey, just the it's same way. Exposure, hey. Like half the point of it is like when you wear a regular shirt in the world is to, to, cover keep, to cover the nipples when they start percolating. Yeah. I don't understand male nipples. <laughs> I just don't get it. What's the point? They tickle. That's what you like. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you like. <laughs> I'll pass on that one. <laughs> There's other places to focus oh, on. Oh, God. Let's get there. <laughs> focus on everything. Uh, <laughs> I think I hold my breath when nipples are getting approached. I'll be like, hey. my, my, body, <laughs> my body is for you, baby. <laughs> basically. Uh, you remember? <laughs> y'all, I got a tear in this eye right here. <laughs> y'all remember Barbie dolls? Yeah. Her boo was Ken, and Ken dolls didn't have no nipples. It was like a little dot. And I was like, my dot is a dot with a circle. What'd they do? So I thought white people had different nipples. Because Barbie didn't even that. have none. She didn't have no nipples. 
Y'all you ain't got no different <laughs> things with these dogs. Right. Y'all was really paying attention. So, so my, rapist, really, my rapist taught me how to have sex by showing me with the dogs. That's Can we crazy. end the episode there? What? <laughs> That's going to be the last word. <laughs> that's the nugget. We and next time. On that note. Golly. Right. No, but that's, the, that's, that's how, uh, that's how that's she, cool. she gave me. Quickly. She gave me the, the, the demonstration with the dogs. Cause, so I'm going to tell you what happened. So this is what happened. I have a crazy story about all this. You need a refill? Yeah. I all right. You can hear me while you do this. Come yeah, back. I'll be back. <laughs> all right. This guy. <laughs> I can't wait to put the subtitle of where he went. <laughs> <laughs> As the story goes for it. But all my other friends who want to hear this story. Say, this guy. And then hand me his cup. Because he ain't going to get up. I ain't going to lead the No, thing. that's that's mass core value is I'm, I'm going to show up and ride. Right. Here we go. So this is what happened. We used to, like, be watching TV or playing uh, Game Boy or board games or whatever. And there was, like, something on a soap opera where they're, like, kissing and they were doing, like, the love scene that gets cut away before it shows anything. And she told me to come here real quick. And she had like a Swiss army knife. Now, I know that can't kill me at this age, but when you get a Swiss army knife pulled on you as a kid by a girl who's like maybe two years, three years, four years older than you, mm-hmm. that felt like threatening death opportunity. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. So that, that was the beginning. Like, if you don't do what I tell you to do, you're about to get stabbed to death in this room. <laughs> so that's what happened first. Secondly, she showed me with the dolls what to do. That's what happened. That's crazy. So first of all, she shouldn't have dolls. I don't know who taught her. Mm, she got an older oh, sister she, or something? She had to be like four years older than me. Maybe five. She got like a sister, older sister or I something? Know, I didn't remember. I think I blocked it up. Uh, Maybe five years older than Because usually things years. like that happen because someone I wanna say I was like above eight. them showed them the same thing. Yeah. Like seven or eight. Definitely elementary. A lot of that stuff is like passed down. So someone above her had to yeah. have done the same thing to her. Dang. Or something similar. That's why I don't have like anger in my heart towards her. It's like she's a victim too somewhere. But... I know that my mama would have wanted to you know, like cut her throat. Like, well, maybe not. My mom was like a forgiving person, but. And a victim, possibly, right? I, I think. Do you think that she could like victimize people without having some type of trauma or harm? Yeah, there are sadistic people in the world. At 11? Like, I mean, yeah. They, they talk about like the kids that like cut up animals and weird things like that. Like, you know, you can see I when they torture the like dog. I mean, I think what I, I think there may be a different there could potentially be a different form of trauma. I do think possibly something happened. Like but, neglect or abuse. Right, but I don't think die, like that ex- same exact thing has to happen in order for somebody to go on to perpetuate that particular kind of harm. My guess would be in your case, though, I think that that was. She knew too many rules, you know what I mean, for this not to right. have happened to yeah. her. And yeah. she wasn't scared to teach me. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. right. In this case, I agree. That's why I said I said it was probably passed down. She got yeah. that from somebody else. So either I think like one of the things is that either it could happen to people or you could witness somebody else doing it. Right. Um, Which yeah. is still a oh, yeah, major. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Question. Yeah. This is on and off subject. So do y'all think that people just there aren't people that are just inherently evil? No. I think people can do evil. I think but I don't know about inherently. Like I think mental illness can exist from very early on, and that can be shown in different ways. But I don't think anybody's inherently evil. I mean, like, I don't picked think a bad choice of words, but like, like a you think someone has yeah, like a social yeah, like someone like, who's a psychopath. That's, like, that's like a, mental. That's like yeah, yeah that's what I mean. You don't think that someone that. is just that right there from the jump, and that's why they do the things they do. 
Or do you think that that's just something that they build up over time? I think it's a small segment of the population. A very small segment. I don't really, I don't know. I, I have to think on that a lot longer. But I think when it comes to like sexual stuff, I think it's mostly learned. Like, well, sexual violence is like the neighbor of physical, like forceful violence. It's just power in a different way. Yeah. But I think that's learned. Like whenever you. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the kid who hits has been hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it may not have to be a direct, like he was saying, like it may not have to be that direct touch or the same thing happened to them, happened to you, but there's some kind of opening, I think, that it's like, you explore that right. and maybe distort how it's supposed to be done. Right. I never thought of that. Because it's like, in our, there, there's a concept called community violence exposure, right? So it's like in our communities or particularly in materially poor and working class communities where there might be high levels of gang activity or you're seeing people yell, scream, fight and things like that. Threaten. That may not have happened to you directly, but if you are living in a home or if you are in a community where you're seeing this is how we handle conflict or solve problems or this this is how I relate to women or this is how I relate to men or other identified folks, you may go on to either um, execute those things or you may believe that it's acceptable for me people to relate to me in that yeah. particular kind of way. Because that's what you saw. Yeah. I like that. I don't know if we are aware enough, like conscious enough of that, the harm to the person, like, you know, we talk about in restorative justice, who's the person harmed? So if I steal your phone, you're harmed, but who else is harmed? Everyone connected to you, everyone in the community or the tribe or the village or the house, and me and mine are also harmed when I did what I did to you. And it's a hard lesson to to open up to, but it's a beautiful lesson. Like, I remember punches off thrown and the way it sounded, the way it landed on the person that I hit. And even if that person forgave me, if I haven't forgiven myself for the harm that I caused, Mm. or I haven't received harm, uh, healing from the community that I harmed, I'm still potentially stuck in the moment where I did the thing to the people or the person. Mm. And vicarious harm is a part of the harm to the community. And it could be like generationally landing. And we don't, I don't think people are aware of it. Like, oh yeah, when I did it, it wasn't just that person was a, person harmed so how do we like get more people to to think beyond that even with sexual harm but more than just sexual harm like how do we get besides this but like how do we get more people to think in those levels isn't that sort of the work that y'all do (laughs) we do trainings where we do trainings but there's so many places that we don't go because they don't have budget and it's budget focused work i think one of the things I did was it, it may have been last Easter. There was a lot of conversation um, in the media talking about sexual assault, right? <clears throat> and I see a lot, of, a lot of adults engaging these conversations. But one thing I'm always interested in is, okay, so if this is a problem that adults are doing and I'm looking at research and it's talking about, you know, young people are also engaging in some of these unhealthy behaviors. The question becomes, I start, I ask people on, I think Instagram and on Twitter, does anybody have a book resource that can be used to teach young people about consent? Mm-hmm. Nobody had a book. And I was like, this That's is a problem. Right. For sure. That out of all of the people I know on both of my social media accounts and everybody's so concerned about this issue, nobody has been able to come up with a resource for how we begin to have conversations with young people and our families or otherwise about consent and boundaries and respect. So mm. I went on. So tell me Amazon. that's when you picked up your pen. 
Huh? Yeah. Became an author. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before that, I hopped on Amazon. Um, oh. I, f- I found this book, and then I was debating it on if I wanted to bring it to my grandma's house to, because you know, there's different things that happen in our families, right? True. But sooner or later, we it, we got to talk about it, right? So I just let everybody know, because um, I didn't want to force it on anybody, but I was like. This is a book that I picked up. You know, there's been a lot of conversation about A, B, and C. Um, and I'm always thinking about how do we raise up strong children in this family. And as far as I understand, those things haven't happened to any of these children. Um, but I think this would be a great resource for people to pick up. And surprisingly, um, after I said, I'm going to just sit it in this corner. If anybody <laughs> want to wanna flip through it, um, that's Not cool. forcing y'all. Right? Um, so I just sat it down on a table. And all of the mothers, right, um, uh, who are like my older cousins, um, all of the mothers were flipping through this book um, throughout the like rest of the evening. And they will have, um, I think, naturally, um, their child will be like, like, what's that? What's that? And they will start reading um, reading it to them and pointing out different things to them. So it'll be like, this is your, like, it's like all uh, like illustrated and everything. This is your yeah. body bubble and no one should um, touch you or who would you go to if blah, 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 blah. And then at the end of the book, it has all of these debrief questions for children. It's like two or three pages of a whole bunch of debrief like questions. Questions that an adult would ask the kid. Yes. Yes. So if you, yeah. So if you're like in a classroom or you, you have children in your family. So I think as, as much as I appreciate the conversations we're having as adults with adults about accountability, I'm also interested in who's building the curriculum to teach children right at young ages about consent and boundaries and things like that i think that's one of the keys and i think that's one of the conversations that's missing um uh from what i be seeing on twitter and social media and things about how do we build a better world did you like the book though like is it something that you're like ah yes no i really did because a lot of that consent stuff at the time was trash like like the the one (laughs) did you see the soup one (laughs) Uh-uh. There was a super analogy that was going around for a while. It was like a British vo- woman's voice that was like, uh, "Person partner A tells partner B, yes, I would like to have some soup. And that's consent. If partner A said they wanted soup, but could not oh, take the soup, do I've not force this. the soup on partner A. If the person said, yes, I want to have soup, but then change their mind, you don't get to tell them, well, you don't get to change your mind and you have to take the soup. Like, mm-hmm. And soup was the analogy for physical, sexual, anything. Yeah, no, in this book, there yeah, wasn't like analogies trash. like that. It yeah. was like, it'll show a like picture. Soup. It'll yeah. show a picture of like a, a grandma a or a grandpa and the grand, like the, the grandparent would be like telling the kid, come give me a kiss. And then like in the next like picture, you'll see the kid saying to the parent, I don't want to give them a kiss. Do I have to give them a kiss? And then the parent would be like, only if you want to give them a kiss on the cheek, but you do not have to. Then it'll go to another uh, one where it's like two so kids on basic, a seesaw. The kids need to hear that because, yeah. like, yeah, I never thought about that. I was like, I ain't kissing nobody. Right. Like, <laughs> but as a kid, you were able to do that? Yeah. That well, dope. see, that's the thing because once, yeah, like, like, back in the day, that wasn't, um, I mean, with strangers, yeah, but even with, like, Family, family like, like your family would force you to you like go give somebody a hug or a kiss no. or something. Smell like couch. A hug. Yeah. I'm not kissing nobody. Like 
I'm not kissing <laughs> like a hug. Nobody. Yeah. Like yeah, maybe but, like, hey, go over there and hug your grandma. But ain't nobody was telling me to kiss nobody. Like it didn't get too much more intimate than a hug. Is what I'm saying. Really? Yeah. Was, there was no another, kisses. No. Yeah. I've oh, been wow. like, I was not. I've probably forced. been told to go kiss a grandma or aunt or something that I barely knew. It was like ah. I had teachers kiss me. I, I had a, a female That's teacher, cool. like not on the mouth, but like ugh. Was yeah, I the mean, I, on the cheek. Yeah, but even that's the bubble, right? Like, oh, like yeah. Tahar talking about the bubble. You have the right as a young Just person say, to have nah, agency I don't do over that. your body and be like, I'm cool. Don't don't cross my bubble. I get that. And if I ever felt uncomfortable, I did feel like I could say that. But I never Really? Think, yeah. I, yeah. You ain't going to kiss me. <laughs> but yeah, all, I got a bad attitude. I'm sorry. I like it. I'm mixed. I, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Another next episode. Colorism. <laughs> Multiracial, biracial. <laughs> Racially ambiguous. <laughs> Kissing you. <laughs> Stop. That's so crazy because I think I, I had to have a conversation with my son about that. Mm. And I still feel like the, the strange part of your book that you're using is that it seems like the power of agency is on the adult to find the book and be willing to take it to the kid. What if they're not comfortable with the consent rules of the book? Like, well, you know you got to kiss grandma or you know you got to kiss me when I tell you to come kiss me because I'm your mama or I'm your father mm-hmm. or like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I think one of the problems is that many of our parents do not understand like what you begin to model for children at those early ages. It's beginning to shape what they think is acceptable in elementary school, middle school, high school and in relationships, right? So it's like... If, if I set this paradigm that, well, since I love you and I'm your parent, you are to do what I say when I say do it. Power. Right? What does it mean for you to now be socialized to be like, I'm in a relationship and I care about you and I'm telling you, you cannot go here because I have your best interests at heart, right? So now you may feel entitled. Like, so I think these small things, right? Or I don't know if... You know, some parents do not allow their children to ever have their door closed. Right? Or locked. Right. Or Ain't no locked doors in, in Grandma <laughs> Brenda's house. I've seen that today on Instagram. <laughs> right. Um, um, or, you know, like these notions that you have to either go sit on so-and-so's lap or you have to let so-and-so hug you or you. These small things, as much as they may be harmless, are informing children about what do I have the authority to say no to. Right. And we wonder why when young people get into relationships, um, particularly I've heard um, this from a lot of young women that they feel like they don't have the agency to say no. Right. So I think it's oftentimes there's a focus on um, the person who is causing harm to that person as an adult, as opposed to also looking at. What happened is in this person's childhood to strip them of the agency to be able to say, I don't want to do this. Right. Um, And if you know, and if parents aren't comfortable, you better get comfortable. But they have to they got the book. (laughs) Like they're the one bringing the book to the kids. So like it, it could be blocked. If it's only parent to kid or family oh, to kid. Oh, so you're saying how do we get this information to to young people without it being adult who agrees? Because that's a that's a complete block right there. Like they could be on a complete defense and never let their kid get to the book. This is true. I mean, what are you going to do? Put it in the schools? Hopefully. 
that would be the goal then, like a place where the parents may not have a be able to dictate what happens because otherwise talk about the parents will always dictate what's going to happen with their children, especially in their house. They pay yeah. the bills. So like the only way to really do it was for someone to put it in schools. So consent class, right? Side yeah. of sex ed, Se- right? Like Se- our sex ed in America is fucking trash. Like, it's like there should probably be like an evolution of sex ed where it's just not it's not just sex ed. It's driver's consent. ed should not be about okay. This is what an ignition does. This is what the windshield wiper can be used for. It's like driver's ed should be, this is why you need to drive safely here. This is what the speed limit is here. This is how you operate. Turn on, turn off, turn the wheel. Like it's about the how to's and the fun stuff and the scary stuff and the dangerous stuff. Our sex ed is like, this is a vulva. These are ovaries. It's like anatomy class. Yeah. It's like that's science and that's cool. There's a space for that too. Um, But the purpose of sex it should not be an anatomy class it should be about healthy sexuality choice agency safety a little bit of the disease stuff i think is important um pleasure like why people have sex and not just from the sex is bad religious space but sex is something that is a basic human need to a lot of people um you got here because somebody has some sex so shout out to that I, that's what I think the, the reform for sex sexualities. Yeah. The multiple spectrums, mm-hmm. gender expression. Mm-hmm. All that. Yeah. That's what people need to learn. Yeah. I agree. Like, I never really thought about it, but yeah, like it, that particular course should evolve into something that encompasses everything we've discussed here along and then more in depth concepts of like sexuality and all of that. Do you trust the schools to teach it? <laughs> do, like, do you trust schools well, not to teach really. something that important? Not, a, not public schools, at least. Like, I mean, well, not anybody in general, but. Yeah. Yeah. I do in a general way. I don't think schools teach you anything in a deep, full understanding ways. They, That's not their job. Nah, it's just give you the basics and you go out there. But, and if you want to pursue more education, there's a way to do that. Yeah. See, I feel like that's what they do now with their anatomy version of it. That's just a general sex ed. No, no, no. Anatomy, I think, should be included in science. Anatomy I, I know. was in sex ed because people were uncomfortable. Uncomfortable with it. Yeah. And yeah, unknowledgeable. So, yeah. But, if, but I'm saying if we get to the place where he's talking about and the lessons that we just discussed being taught, right. I don't think it's for you to keep going. All right? You give me like, it's here it is. Let me lay out the basic understanding yeah. and rules that we have such far. And then after that, I don't think you need to dive into right, wrong. Or, you give me like, don't go too far with it. Keep it basic. Just a real so quick. You think, just a real so quick. You think just like math. If, uh, like, I know division. If somebody were to like vote that in, that they would come up with a Religion would block decent it. enough. Oh, period. Uh, Religion would block it. Yeah. Curriculum but, yeah. or whatever for them yeah, to do because it. Religion would block it. I feel like, I feel like it, somebody yeah, from the outside is going to have to come. Get past if that. you can if get it past. If like, we can get past religion. If the we whole get, Bible belt is going to be on Right, no. We get, so here's the thing. Remove the real, 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 real I hope. hypothetically, it gets passed. Okay, he yes. believes that they'll do it the justice basics. if it like the the basics part yeah, of it. I, don't gets I feel like someone outside to teach black history. I'm not trusting you to teach my kid about <laughs> yeah, sex. I feel like somebody from the outside is gonna have to come in and do that. True. Even from the, I, I trust them to do exactly what they did with black history. You gonna <laughs> the basics? Know, yeah, you gonna know about <laughs> peanut butter and all kind of stuff. Some but, deception. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I got a question. Yeah. So in sex ed, did y'all take sex ed? Did you I like barely remember. I had sex ed, but it was in the orgasm? fifth grade. No. no. That's the fucking problem. Or like, fourth grade, maybe. 
Did you learn about orgasm? I don't remember. It was in like Absolutely third, fourth, not. fifth. Grade. I learned about erection, but I did not learn about I can't orgasm. So I don't even remember what I that. Learned. You know the only I thing even I remember. My teacher knew about orgasm. Look, the only <laughs> thing I remember. Hilarious. Is the disease part? Is the only thing I remember because they like showed slides of what diseases were. Yeah, I remember and that. And at that age, because when I received sex, it's edge, fear based. It was a. Uh, don't have sex. It was Stop way before everyone else right after did. That. Way before everyone else did. Like I think that most people were getting sex ed maybe like at a junior high level. And I definitely got it like somewhere in the middle of elementary school where it was like parents were upset about it. Because of the vulgarity of the disease or it just everything that was going on. It, they taught us more than disease part. The thing was it was sex ed way before probably some kids should have got sex ed to the so parents they, so at they that felt time. Like at that age, you yeah. shouldn't have got it. It then. was like third, fourth grade <laughs> somewhere, See, maybe. And I think this is where it gets I think it gets very contentious. How old are you at third and fourth grade? Uh third grade, you're like seven or eight. Okay. Right, and I and and I think as much as people, a lot of people believe that's too young to learn about those things. But black males in particular have the earliest sexual debut of any population, right? Yeah, I agree. So, and when Good I was things. looking at this research, <laughs> right? When I was looking at this research, it was saying that I don't know if it was like seventy something percent of black males are having their first um, sexual encounter before they learn receive any information about. Um, contraception or condoms mm -hmm. or anything about sex, right? Pregnancy. Right, right, and those types of things. So I think as much as people want to, there's some people who want to push this abstinence-only line. I think if we look at the data and the statistics around STDs and STIs with African-American people and um, like the early sexual debut of black boys and black girls in comparison to all other child populations, we have to talk about this stuff a lot sooner. Yeah. Because especially today. Sex. Yeah, especially they, today. So as men, did you get exposed to sexuality through school, your relationship or somebody else outside of school? So I got molested. That was my first exposure. My next exposure was my best friend in elementary school. Going into middle school age, it was like right before seventh grade, which was middle school for me. I want to say maybe fifth or sixth grade. He came through with the stinky finger. Y'all remember the stinky finger? Like, mm. oh, let, let, let me just let, let me show you something real quick. Let me tell you what I just did. And I put his finger in my nose. And I was like, the f <laughs> what? And he gave me the story about this is what he did and this is how wow. you do it. And I was like, oh, like that was the first sex ed. It was mm. like in the park. Mine what was, was yours? This um, so we was we were. This is, yeah, I can say that. So we, were, we <laughs> incriminating the people, <laughs> right? We were renting out our main house to a family, and me and my family were staying in the back house. And the little boy was probably like a year younger than year younger than me. I guess his dad had this stash of magazines in his in his room under his bed, and it was like some some. I would just filth bust it all open, like. <laughs> What's down about to you? Like, man, like, we need a blowtorch to clear this part. <laughs> like, yeah, that, I think that was the first time I was like, this is, I don't want, I don't want it. I don't want <laughs> put it. I don't like put it. it. Put it, put it away. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. How old do you think you were? They were living there when I was in elementary school. So that's when I came back from Atlanta in third grade. So I was probably like third, fourth grade. Yo. WWE was out. And yep. he was like, had all the wrestling games and everything. Yeah, 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 I think I was probably like third or fourth wow. grade. Right? Yeah. By middle school, the boys was talking about all kind of stuff, like 
talking about things they doing on the field trips. I'm like, y'all do that back there? On the bus in the what? back. Busing it on the bus. Yeah. I'm trying to date it because since he's at third or fourth grade, I'm trying to think when I, where I was at. Like, what was I doing? Because I was a latchkey kid. And mm-hmm. we had illegal cable, so I had. Oh, <laughs> when the table, when, had, the t- when the cable turned into porn, but it didn't switch into the blur. Porn. I had full porn. I had full access. Like, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> figure this out. Yep. <laughs> Sex ed. I remember the blurry Self. between the lines yeah. when. Or when that regular channel turned to something else at two, three in the morning. No, I had that. And you playing sleep on the, the box. <laughs> saw that. The That's box. All that. It was called the Spice Channel. Spice, mm-hmm. Spice Channel Spice and Playboy, mm-hmm. and they would like it would be like boy, a movie Jackson? channel in the daytime, and then it oh, would oh, scramble oh. at a certain time. But it was the channel. Like, Don't uh, you wow wow five five something uh, five forty or uh, yeah. If y'all remember the channel, y'all nasty. Now this this is more recent thing. <laughs> so <laughs> got it linked in his phone. Ew. No, Ew. this is more recent. This is like more like in the last like let's say five to ten. <laughs> I just years. thought of a kink. Go ahead. Like. There was, we had a friend who like would go to like 540 or whatever it was was the channel and so we just called his house that channel wow. it was the wow. it wasn't he, he had a screen as big as this world right. he, he had like just a projector porn screen on it. so yeah. if, you, if you if you had an exposure to porn as a young man or young woman and it's trauma and you didn't know what if like your kink is like to really have good sex you need like scrambled TV sound in the background. <laughs> that would be just crazy. Bust down. You gonna need some headphones. <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah, I need that. Sh- babe. I need. I need, a- I need to see the the colored hues of the scrambled channel, the greens oh and that the reds, is and something the- about the. Sh- <laughs> there's somebody, that, there's that somebody that else out there for you. <laughs> it's not me. That's why I don't have that one, but that'd be funny. Why? Matt, what was your um, uh, your exposure? So I definitely had exposure before I even got to that sex ed class, which was like third, fourth grade. I want to say that it was like the age was like first or second. Like, uh, well, so I didn't. Uh, it's not his fault. So no, it was with a same age. He's like, no, female. it was my fault. It was <laughs> mutual me, fault. Yeah. I don't remember where we got the idea to do the things that we did, but we explored stuff mm-hmm. as like six year olds. Were you freestyling or did you have some exposure? I don't remember like- if we had exposure to something that like if we saw like a porno or what it was or we seen somebody else do something. But I remember being in a closet exploring stuff. That's a metaphor. Being in a closet. Ah, well, what are you trying to tell us? No, not I like was. No. <laughs> huh? I'm- no, it was a girl. <laughs> it was a girl. Like we definitely knew that we were doing something wrong because but we're supposed so to be right. playing. And so while we're like in the room playing, when we decided serious. to go down this road, we said we gotta put an extra level of security on ourselves. Can I, can so, I ask you a clarifying hmm. question, bro? Did y'all like each other before that closet moment? We were good friends, yeah. No, like, did you like, like, she's I cute, was, she likes I don't know, me? I was six years old. See, that's the thing. It's not even about Wait, attraction. Oh, it's a sperm he described the whole sexual active but he don't act action, but it's like, did you like her? Hey, man, listen, all these hard-ass <laughs> questions. No, it's not a hard question. Like, I just... She's in the first grade. Sure. Yeah. She colored I real probably good. did. I mean... <laughs> I don't know why it we was doing what we were doing. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't it. have to be, oh, she's my girlfriend energy or mm-hmm. she likes me. Just I my like friend. her. It could just be yeah. fun exploration. It like, was just my friend and it turned into kink. It was just let's play house. I mean, I think I think that's play deep. House. 
quick side note, right? There's this book called um, Spare the Kids Why Whooping Children Won't Save Black America. And what That's Dr. Stacy title. Right? <laughs> That's a subtitle. What? My man be having books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a he scholar. just named four books. He's I know. A, he's on a roll. We, we about to join your book club. It's a book called Close the Door in the Window. The air conditioner is on right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what, what, she ta- what she talks about in, in, in a part of the book is that um, she talks about how black parents usually try to use corporal punishment in order to suppress black girls' uh, exploration of their sexuality, right? And they believe that Teach. beating them or whooping them is suppressing it, right? But what she what she talks about is that there's research that um, discusses um, when you are hitting a child either on their buttocks or in the front, you can trigger early um like sensations within their body because there's adults who like that shit that's the thing yeah because sexual organs attached to all that stuff down there yeah nerves exactly right so she was saying like so some parents think they're suppressing or undoing exploration of sexuality where actually you may be activating you're promoting and for some and and she said for some children this is why some children may um i think this is what she says some children may like want a whooping or a spanking um not because they understand it as i want sex but that's why she says spank me daddy it all makes sense now (laughs) no there's a a a lot a lot of the ways in which people have sex as adults has to do with childhood that's crazy yikes i don't even want to talk about that Really? That sounds bad. I, yeah, but y'all not gonna ruin my sex. <laughs> He's like, oh, I don't think no there's. A, first of all, I, I think there's a very small box of human sexuality that's supposed to be box. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see it happening. Okay, thank you. Um, there's a small it. square of human sexuality <laughs> that I think is bad or wrong. I think where it's bad or wrong is definitely dangerous and harmful to others or self. Um, but I think that heterosexuals need to get their sex liberation. Like, first, men for sure, women for sure, heterosexuals for sure have some of the most vanilla sex lives out of human beings. Mm-hmm. Like, if you talk to anybody in the LGBT community and you talk to them about like relationships, monogamy, open relationship, sexual pleasure, it's like there's a whole interview that they do. Like, just being gay is not enough. Two gay men, don't necessarily match up just because they're attracted to each other. It's like, so what are you into? Uh, are you a top? Are you a bottom? Are you into head? Are you into anal? Are you into like role play outfits? Uh, out like they have to have a conversation because just their gayness al- alone isn't enough, and they're not afraid of it. One person told me like this: uh, Dan Savage uh, has a podcast and a, he's like a, a advice columnist around sex. He was like, if you have enough gall to tell the truth to your parents and the world that you like gay sex, you like penis in your mouth, you want the same sex, you don't want kids or whatever the, the thing is yeah, that your parents are afraid face of. Face that beast. If I can face that and tell that truth, I'm gonna tell this stranger I think is cute that I wanna do this. 100%. But because heterosexuals don't have to, we think sex is very this, but we don't have a conversation about what we like, why we like it, will you do it, are you into that too? At what point would you stop? Do I do it for you too? Is this a power thing where I only get my kinks off, but you can't get your kinks off? Because heterosexuals don't usually talk like that. 
They just go through and smash the thing up. And then it's <laughs> like, did you have fun? Smithereens. And it's like, yeah, I, but no. I, I s- smash it in, bang it. I smack it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you never you. stop and ask, like, but what do you want? Yeah, I... I'm into that. I, I, I learned that over time. I didn't, I, I think that in like in the early days, I didn't, that wasn't a realization. Then after, after some time, it's like, wait a minute. I'm just doing this for me. I, it, it gets better when you do it for them too. Yeah. You <laughs> substituted all these buttons for these horns. If you had horns, it'd be, right. it'd be less. <laughs> 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 like, and I think that most people don't, you're right. Most people don't don't. Most do people that. are masturbating with a human body. <laughs> like right. just, let me get right. Get it out of me! It hurts. <laughs> like what you don't realize, it's way more interesting. Okay. At the end. Okay. <laughs> I th- I think we're getting there because I don't want to go too far because I feel like a long podcast is hard to listen to, even okay. if it's really good and we're really cute. But whatever. <laughs> All right. We're getting there. Well, one thing maybe we could talk about. I, I definitely want you to come back. But the thing that's linked I got behind too. all I got this, homework. hella books to read. Um, the thing that's behind all this, especially around like inner city, poor, marginalized, disenfranchised folks, undereducated folks, working class people, underworked or underemployed people, mm-hmm. is like how you rearing your child and trusting other people to rear your child and instill those values that you believe in those ideals that you want to have in your kid is very risky. Like the latchkey kid, the kid that gets to walk everywhere and there is no adult watching and checking the friendship relationships and who's influencing who and who's touching who and who's into who, who thinks who's cute and is he fast? Is he, is she fast? Like all that stuff isn't happening through a parental lens. And maybe even if it is happening through a parental lens, they think it's cute. Like, I know people who are like, oh, that baby and that baby who's under two are going to grow up and get married. Like, they have that energy already. Like, that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? yeah. But I don't like, roll with that. I think adults have their own shit to, to get a hold of. So, before we get to the close, go ahead and get yours, B. What were you thinking about the question? Okay. Now, I mean, I just want y'all to take, you know, when you walk away, think about it. You know what I mean? Bring back your best answer. Okay. Okay? So, not today, bring it. No. Okay. Just think about it. Why are we not airdropping trash into volcanoes? <laughs> I don't know why I laughed. Hold on. Okay, so the volcano is hot and it's an incineration tool. It's natural. Um, you said you could think about it. You don't have to come up with this answer. I'm, right just, now. I'm just trying to break it down. I'm not going to give it an answer. Sucks the trash in and puts a nice little chocolate shell on top. I have an answer. I'm not going to share it yet. I like it. It's a great question. I can defeat your answer. I can't wait. So we'll talk about that next time. We see each other at the microphone. Um, man, good talk. This I don't know how long this one. This is a good talk too. Um, we usually end with like, what's the nugget? Like, what's the thing that sticks out to you, or that you think should stick out to the listener? Uh, takeaways, basically. So if you have a nugget, let's drop those nuggets. I said that on purpose. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the thing that you heard or said or thought about during this conversation that sticks out as an aha or value hmm. 
the the age of consent, like the whole. I think it's. I think consent starts with understanding, and understanding starts different for everybody else. Like it's always ever shifting with your understanding. His understanding is way different from mine. I lost mine at my virginity at eighteen. Y'all, I was sixteen. It's ever shifting with your understanding, but I watched porn, and so it's like consent is sticky. Yikes! Especially around porn. <sighs> <laughs> socks. <laughs> I don't know why socks is a thing. I don't know. I don't think I've actually ever used a sock. So. I have. Nasty. I threw that sock away. Stiff ass sock. That's why you got one. You got one pair of socks. <laughs> like, where is this other sock? Oh shit! Oh. That's where the sock go. Robert, <laughs> why am I buying you socks so often, boy? Hell, the socks missing. Why is this one crunchy? <laughs> this sock cut my hand one more time. You forgot to throw it away. <laughs> they end up washing it. They're like, what's going on with this Girl, sock? I got that paper cut from Robert. <laughs> <laughs> what about a reused sock? That would be even worse. Okay, Nugget. Matt, you got yours? <laughs> you got your Nugget? Skip me and come back. Sorry. All right. Tahaka, you got your, uh, your Nugget? That's what she said. Give me a go back. <laughs> Sorry. Yikes. No, I think my nugget is just, um, I think just to see what we can do to create environments where people just feel comfortable to tell us if they like something or if they don't. Like, all in, the that, way. It, it, in everything. Like, what does it mean to. Con, like um, have enough emotional regulation to where people just feel safe and comfortable saying what they need to say um, without like fear of a consequence. Mm. Yeah. You ready? Um, the thing that I took away from here, I think it goes all the way back to the beginning when we were talking about like the dating apps and stuff. And it's just how the difference that people will, will go through things like how y'all are like, Oh, she has all these no's. I'm um, yes. And it's like, it's crazy. Like everyone's different point of view on that thing. Like there's a reason why people put no. And like, if I'm saying no, I don't want this, which actually ties into the consent thing. Like you guys are breaking consent. The girl says she doesn't want to. So we, dark avo we avoid her or we do it anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that's the, that's the thing I take away is this part is shocking to me. Like how willing people are just willing to just be like, you know what? This is the guideline someone said and just said, screw it. Yeah, I think my nugget that I, I'm taking away is like, I was thinking while we were talking about it, like a unconscious intention to all the things. Like, what am I really here for? What am I trying to get out of this? What do I yeah. want out of this? And then an ability to communicate, like what you're talking about, Taharka, like the ability to communicate truth without fear of shame or abandonment or embarrassment or whatever that shit is. Like, mm. I don't know how we do that on a large scale. I think it's very micro. Yeah. Like friend to friend, partner to partner, parent to student, student to student. I, I think it's, that's where the space is. Um, maybe in small groups. Yeah. Maybe in like a house, family, a team, a classroom. We, we encourage and advocate people to be able to tell their truth and whatever that truth is, even if it's their story, their like, their dislike, letting that be the thing. Mm. That's, kind of what I, I'm, I'm thinking like what's next how do you do that mm. i know we do a lot of that but you know that's just restorative justice work yeah. well i'm looking forward to when you guys uh create this new sex ed 
Consent Brian's doing it Curriculum You need some shit to learn uh-uh. No I don't need I, it. I don't need to learn shit, man. Man. I don't need to learn I'm saying But y'all gonna help The, oh, okay. the younger the Everybody else Cause we don't need yeah. No damn help <laughs> No, it's, it's not that It's just That's what it sound like No No <laughs> No. I'm saying We you know we, we we were just talking about How the kids don't have this And I'm looking forward don't To y'all I, know, I, just, I, just, I, just, I just wanted to see How far you were to go <laughs> I'm gonna go, like go pretty it. far I like, yeah, I like it I like it I liked it. Hey man, real good talk. Um, uh, social media handles. How can they find you? You want to start, B? Um, why don't we drop volcano like trash? No, what's your social media? <laughs> so if they got an answer. How do they reach you, Brian? If they have a, a real they opinion, don't. Robert Jeremiah Howard. At- Bro, that's not. What's your Instagram? Robert three. Is okay, three? so we haven't made his Instagram. No, no, I got some people working on it. We're okay. trying to come up with some. He, he, man, we need a name. Like, people working on it. Man, he doesn't like any name I've come up with. Man, what's your what's your Instagram? Uh, Where can they find you online? You find me at uh, I Matthew I M A T H U. Nice. At everything. I like that. All of those. Sites. I like. That. I like that. Uh, brother, where do we find you online? Um, they can find me on Instagram at King Taharka Anderson K. I N G T A H A R K A A N D E R S O N and on Twitter at King Taharka underscore A. A. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm still on Instagram. I'm not really posting pictures because that's stupid. I'm also working on a social media app in the background. Um, What's our, tell them our, no, we can't tell them yet. Tell them our, how to reach us. Oh, mine is uh, at Rob Howard. Howard. Three, three, which is I I I, not the number three. I I I, like so R O B H O W A R D I I I, like the Roman number three. I think I'm that on Twitter and on Facebook, but I don't really be on those. That's I mean, a, I don't post anything us. either, but that's just you can you hit know, me where you can reach me. You hit respond. me, I'll respond. Yeah. 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 All right, man. Good talk, man. You got to come back through because hey. I know we could talk about a million things, but with it. yeah, with it. good conversation. Yeah. Volcanoes. Thank y'all listening <laughs> in. Hopefully, this was good. Got homework. Appreciate y'all. <laughs>